Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee, which is delicious, as usual. Today is Monday, December 16th, and I have officially completed my Christmas decorating. Yay! I know you all were concerned. <laughs> and in fact, I'm going to sit in here where I can gaze upon my beautiful Christmas tree, which I will put in the photo of the podcast today. Oop. I also put cute little Christmas pillows on the chair, and now they're in my way. Ah, the sacrifices we make for being festive. We have a very beautiful tree this year. It really is a, a nice choice. It has um, shows the ornaments very nicely. Unfortunately, also also shows the cords <laughs> to the lights very nicely, but I'm not going to screw around with it anymore. I could maybe put some ribbons in there. I thought about that, but I think I'm going to call her good. <sighs> so, yeah, it was good to get the all done this weekend and get the, you know, I'd had all the bins of decorations out, and it was kind of chaotic. And I've discovered about myself Later in life, I didn't used to be this way when I was younger, but uh, certainly at this point in my life, I do not like clutter. I'm one of those people that um, a bunch of clutter really drives me crazy. makes me very happy to have clean, open spaces in my house. Bluebirds are out on the bird baths. I had uh, thawed a little bit this morning. We got a little cold last night. And I was a bad kitty. I had, didn't fill it up yesterday. I kept thinking I needed to go out there and do that. We have a heater in there. And if it's full, then it'll keep running. But if it gets too low, then it freezes up, alas. But fortunately, all it needs is extra water. Oops. <laughs> Jeez, you guys. I just spilled my latte on myself again. This is like a trend. And I don't, I swear I don't do it when I'm not on the podcast. It must be like juggling things. Hi, Isabel. Yeah. You sneeze. She's right through the doorway to me here, sleeping in the sun on the bed, looking very pleased with herself. So... Well, see, I had a busy weekend. It was a good weekend. Um, did finish the Christmas decorating, as I mentioned. So the house looks very festive now. And it was a little bit um, chaotic because my lovely mother had emergency surgery on Friday night. And she uh, recently had carpal tunnel surgery. Like... um. Well, it'll probably be two weeks ago on Wednesday, right, Mom? Something like that. And she had both hands done at once, and it should have been no big deal, but um, her hands started hurting on Wednesday. Unfortunately, her right hand, which is her dominant hand. And by Friday evening, she had a fever, and so they paid the doctor an emergency visit and she had a staph infection in her wound. 
So they had to rush her into emergency surgery, and she had to stay overnight and have systemic antibiotics. And now she gets to be on antibiotics for the next 10 days. So that was um, a bit of a flurry and excitement. But she's she got to go home on Saturday, and she reported that last night she was able to use a fork to eat. Uh, so <laughs> we're making progress, making progress there. I, um, yeah, that's, it was a little startling. It was kind of a funny evening. And I heard a lot of people mentioning that Friday evening was funny. It was, um, Friday the 13th and the full moon, depending on what believes, what one believes about such things. It seemed like a lot of things happened. The other thing that happened, which is it all that extraordinary, but it sort of set the pace for the evening was that I got a phone call from um, one of my oldest friends, one of my sorority sisters from college who I met freshman year. And she called me and we had not talked in quite some time. And she is one of those friends who I can very easily pick up with again. Um, We have... I think the longest we fell out of touch was something like 10 years, like immediately after college. But we do seem to be able to resume our friendship quite quickly. And and, and she's had a tough couple of years. Um, she's been dealing with really all four parents, um, her, hers and her husband's, you know, selling their houses and relocating to assisted living. And her mom had Alzheimer's and had to be in full care. She was, it got to the point where her dad could not take care of her mom anymore. And so she had to be in a nursing home and there were all sorts of difficulties with that. And then her mom passed away this spring and so we had been in kind of contact. That's one of the funny things about social media, isn't it? Is that you can sort of be in contact with someone without really being in contact. <laughs> um, so I had posted her sympathies and I had sent her notes. And we, you know, so it was like, not like we were, you know, completely out of touch, but we also hadn't had a real conversation in a long time. And we kept talking about doing it and just, it just hadn't happened. So she kind of called me out of the blue on Friday evening and I was immediately like, what's wrong? And, and it was nothing. She's like, I, I told you I would call you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you told me that like two years ago. <laughs> so, and she said, can you talk? And I said, unfortunately I couldn't talk because I was supposed to go meet a friend, uh, my friend Cheryl, to go see the Festival of Trees stuff. And so, and I was kind of racing to get there. I was not being very organized. And so, I was also trying to finish Fate of the Tala. I am up through, I'm about 55% revised, for those of you keeping track of my progress. Um, I have cut one entire plot thread, uh, I mentioned that to Kelly Robson on chat when she asked me how it was going. And she said, well, that's impressive. You cut an entire plot thread. And I said, yeah, but it's out of like 97. And she said, oh, my God, you have 97 plot threads? I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> who writes them down. But uh, you know, so but finally, I decided. It's to me, it always feels kind of gratifying when I can uh, cut something when I feel confident that I don't need it. I learned a piece of writing advice very early on that said if it occurs to you to cut something, you should. And I'm not sure that I believe that that's 100% correct because, frankly, it occurs to me to cut everything, I think, at least once. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know if that's true. It would be interesting to try to track that. But what does happen is that there are some things where I seriously waffle on and I think, ugh. Can I cut this? Should I cut this? And if I think about it several times, then I do go with that rule of, yeah, go ahead and cut it. And occasionally, I do end up putting it back in. Usually what happens is somebody later will say, well, I don't understand why she's thinking this. And I'll think, oh, yeah, that's that thing I took out. I'm just... I don't often sit in this chair, and I'm just noticing a book up at the very top there of my bookshelf where I have the mass markets crammed in that I think I've been looking for. I know that you guys are pretty concerned about this. Oh, okay, I see which book. There are three Robin McKinley books up there. I changed my bookshelves around some time ago uh, doing... (laughs) you know, we all talk about like, how do we organize our bookshelves? And for a long time, I had them organized by genre and then by author within genre, which doesn't always work if some writers write in more than one genre. But recently, recently, like a few years ago, I changed it so that the books on my office bookshelves that I could see from my desk are all of my favorites, the ones that really inspire me to write. So that means that I have, for a single author, some books in one room and some books in the other, which I'm sure offends the librarians out there, and I could see why. But I also, you know, it's like you don't love every book by an author, and I really wanted to have those books, especially when people because I get asked in interviews and stuff, you know, like, what are your influences? And I really wanted to be able to just look at my shelf and, and scan through those titles. I think it's worked. The only problem is, is the whole thing of having an, one author split between different places. So anyway, it's tangent within a tangent, right? Can you have a tangent within a tangent? Probably not. It's a tangent off of a tangent, right? We're now rocketing off into space in an entirely different direction. So, anyway, I have cut an entire plot thread from Fate of the Tala, and I wanted to finish this chapter so I could send it off to the people who've promised to read for me so that they could start reading over the weekend. Although none of them have replied to me, so I think it was probably a futile effort. So I was trying to get that done. Just, you know, the whole writing the email and sending it off and attaching, but at the same time talking to my friend who I hadn't talked to in so long and having to tell her that I couldn't talk. And I'll um, I'll fast forward to the happy ever after on that particular thing. I did talk to her on Saturday morning as I was driving down to Albuquerque for the Lyra Christmas party. So we did get to talk for a good hour, and that was really nice. <laughs> 
But I felt really bad saying, I can't talk right now. I have to go. So then I went and met my friend. We did Festival of Trees. We went and had a glass of wine. Everything was going really well. And my stepsister called me. And my stepsister never calls me. And so it's like having two people call me who never call me kind of out of the blue like that was weird. And then, of course, my stepsister was calling me because, uh, because my mother hadn't. And because my mother was going in for emergency surgery. So then we had to do round robin of phone calls. But now my mom is doing well. Great relief. And we will see her. We go there next Sunday. The 22nd, we'll fly to Tucson. So that'll be good to hang out with her. And so I think I have successfully made it back to my original trajectory. See, you were worried we were going to rocket off into deep space, and we didn't. Um, And then otherwise, I just, I did get a lot done over the weekend. I got my health insurance stuff done. We shut up the healthcare.gov. They were calling me, texting me, and emailing me, like, every hour, (laughs) reminding me that December 15th was the deadline. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Interestingly enough, I went and put in my income from 2018, I guess. 2019? 2018. Yeah, I did my 2018 income from my taxes so that, you know, they have you figure your income less expenses. And my Income was low enough this year that they said I might be might qualify for Medicaid. <laughs> That's sad, isn't it? Um, I put so much money back into the business, you know, and 2018 was a, a lean year. So I might get more help on my health, health insurance this year. So we'll see how that pans out. I was just replying to a tweet on Twitter, which is redundant, but... You know, one of the things about being freelance is that your expenses are so high that you don't have a whole lot of income outside of expenses. So, you know, because I work from home, you know, I can deduct a whole lot of things like, you know, the house, <laughs> my my office and you know, the, the mortgage stuff, but also the money I pay out for health insurance. And, you know, for self-publishing, I have a lot of expenses for doing those sorts of things. Conferences, everything related to my profession, I deduct. So that comes out as expenses. And one of, and what this guy was saying in the tweet is, is that a lot of people who are freelancers don't disclose they don't mention all the ways that they are helped. And it's it's really an important consideration if you're going to be a full-time author is, you know, if you have a spouse who has a salary and benefits, then that's a really good place to be because trying to cover your own benefits is not easy. Yeah, I was just sort of thinking about some of those numbers. And, you know, and we tend to be careful about, we don't like talking money numbers, you know, and I was certainly raised where you don't talk actual money. But I get help from my family. 
David has gotten money this year from the settlement of his parents' estate, and that has made a huge difference for us. Uh, my mom also gives me money from time to time, and that makes a huge difference. And the gal who was making this tweet, I don't know her personally, but she was saying, talking about privilege, you know, and saying that, you know, if you have family to help you out with money, that makes a huge difference. And it does. You know, you have that safety net. Not everybody can do that. If you don't have family who has money that they can give you in time of need, then, you know, you have much less ability to be a freelancer, right? So those are just things to keep in mind. It's uh, creating your own safety nets is a big part of being able to balance the financial stuff. And that's really the next next phase for me is that I need to get us to a point where we, we do have that kind of safety net so that we are not um, dependent upon, you know, like income from, <laughs> help from other family members and so forth. I've decided to adjust this garland. You guys are probably used to me I, doing this, right? I, I look at things as I sit there and decide, oh, that needs help. <laughs> oh, but the tree's very pretty. So... What else do I have to tell you all? I don't think much. So we'll we'll see what happens with the health insurance stuff. I I don't know if they'll put me on actual Medicaid, but if I can get a reduction in my health insurance premium, that would sure be nice. And other than that, I'm going to get my stuff going here this morning. Continue revising the book this week. I. Maybe I'll finish it this week. I don't know. It kind of depends on what feedback people have. I think I only have about 6,000 words to add at this point, which is definitely doable. I've been adding words as I revise and adjusting. So who knows? It could happen. So, um, excuse me. <coughs> uh, I'll remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find other podcasts you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.